Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Hallelujah. It's such a blessing to be in the house of God and to discuss and learn from the scriptures. Amen. I believe um, one of the... Um, one of the great blessings for us to study and uh, apply and dwell is to is in the word of the lord amen i believe i truly believe when the word is interpreted right and applied right in our lives it gives the true freedom in our life amen so a uh, few of you have been asking when is that reconciliation part coming in today is the day yeah uh, I praise God that um, I got few texts uh, saying that, uh, Pastor, you had mentioned about um, just uh, taking a decision to forgive. Uh, we want to keep you also in the loop. We have forgiven to so and so. Yeah. So I praise God, uh, not just because I'm getting a text, but... Um, but I thank God that God is working in you and, and you have, you are, you're responding to the truth of God. And I believe if you have done those portions well, the portion of heaven shall happen in your life that is walking in true freedom. Amen. So today I want to quickly do a recap of what we discussed in the first um, portion of that message. And then today I want to teach you about uh, some truths or some aspects of reconciliation. Because I believe some people are so stuck emotionally because they have not understood the difference between what is forgiveness and reconciliation. Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for what you are doing in our lives, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We come at this time unto you. We come at this time unto you, Daddy. Hallelujah. Have your way. Holy Spirit, I pray that you move powerfully in our midst. More powerfully in our midst. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I just sense the Holy Spirit responding back to me saying that today it's not powerfully, but today it is so deep. So deep, yet comforting 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 impactful way in which the holy spirit is going to lead hallelujah thank you thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit that you're going to comfort you're going to release people from the lies the bondage of the enemy hallelujah yes thank you thank you for that release of boldness into the lives of people lord hallelujah Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I sense the name Anju and I see you uh, stewarding some of your relationships in a very beautiful and a godly way. I see you rising up and taking your place in the season. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord. I see the hand of God upon your life and I see you being empowered and strengthened beyond what you can ask or imagine. Father, I thank you. I see you, um, uh, I see more number of hands that is coming out of you. I see the Lord giving you strength and grace to manage and multiply, steward and and strengthen. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you, Lord. You will strengthen many people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. The utterance of the Lord in your life has not stopped, but it will increase. Father, I want to thank you, Lord. Thank you for all your goodness. Lord, I want to come at this time unto you. Have your way, Daddy. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 So, just as I'm being led also by the Holy Spirit, we're going to take it slow, okay? I'm just going to take that word powerful more. It's going to be a deep and a, and, a, and a loving move of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you that maybe as I minister, if you are going through any kind of emotional um, uh, roller coaster distress, allow the Holy Spirit to touch you and heal you. Keep casting your concerns to the Holy Spirit and He will comfort you. Amen. 
because we are going to touch or talk on something which is very sensitive and personal and i praise god that sometimes our dearest people may not understand us but we have a god who understands us inside out amen so i have full confidence in the holy spirit today that he will be able to cater and help and comfort to each one's need according to his strength and style so that it will bless us and lead us hallelujah so we started with um, last week that that everyone needs forgiveness from god because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god if you see anybody of you if you are in a place wherein you're saying that i don't need any forgiveness from god the bible says that you are deceived and then the second point we saw that jesus has done whatever is required for the forgiveness of the whole world okay there is no another sacrifice which is again required for the forgiveness of people because that is clearly mentioned in hebrews chapter um, chapter 4 i believe um, and uh, but even though jesus has done that is required for everybody we appropriate or we receive the blessings of that work when we align ourselves according to that truth anybody who is able to believe in that work anybody who is uh, who is ready to align themselves to honor god in that area they will receive the blessings of that truth in their life they will receive the forgiveness of god and they will be reconciled to god because the bible says nobody can come to the father except through the son so if you have a problem with the son then we cannot help you yeah if you have a problem with the son then you cannot have that reconciliation but that doesn't nullify the fact that jesus died for all yeah so jesus has done everything that is required for everybody's forgiveness but are we in a place where we have aligned to receive that forgiveness third point we saw this no sin is too much for god yeah no sin has a place wherein the heaven is looking it's saying oh that is too much no 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 because the blood of jesus is powerful and more than able to wash any and every sin so if you think i'm in a place wherein i cannot come before god i want you to know that actually the blood of jesus christ can intercede for you the blood of jesus christ can wash you and completely cleanse you for the lord's glory the fourth point we saw was divine forgiveness is connected to interpersonal forgiveness this was the touchy point actually that we discussed uh, last time that why did god uh, do this yeah why this uh, this alignment was required the lord has kept forgiveness connected our forgiveness the divine forgiveness that we require on a daily basis connected to our interpersonal forgiveness some are so happy about receiving forgiveness from god daily but i cannot extend that forgiveness to the other person god <clears throat> god says you cannot represent me if you are only a consumer and not a distributor the lord wants us to be a representative of the kingdom so that whatever we have received we are willing to demonstrate or represent to the others or to the dying world and uh, fifth point we saw was offenses are inevitable yeah how much ever you isolate and be in a room it can come through whatsapp or whatever yeah offenses uh, you don't have to pay for it it's free yeah it will it will come and find you it's geotagged or whatever you call yeah wherever you go it is it, it just wants to follow you offenses are inevitable that's why it is important for us to be trained to know how we can overcome why because i wouldn't say it is a sin we may sin because of offenses but offense the root word means it's a trap scandal on the word means it's a trap it's a noose we don't want to get stuck in this noose and miss out the awesome plans that god has for us 
And if the Bible says it is inevitable that offenses may happen, it is important for us. I think just like uh, how we prayed for um, the, the children and the parents, I think we need to pray daily that we won't fall into trap. So that we won't be stuck. And we will be free so that we will do the will of God. Amen. And the sixth point we saw was mercy triumphs over judgment. We basically saw a parable wherein the king forgave that servant, but the servant was unwilling to forgive. And the Bible clearly says, whoever doesn't show mercy shall not receive mercy. Hence, we ought to forgive. Yeah, when, when I speak to people who don't believe in Jesus, the only options that I have to encourage forgiveness to them is saying that forgiveness has physical proven, researched physical benefits, uh, emotional benefits, mental benefits, because forgiveness is not just a Christian topic. Forgiveness is a well-researched topic. There are so much of papers which connected with different aspects, forgiveness and eczema, forgiveness and spondylitis, forgiveness and arrhythmia, forgiveness and sleep apnea. It has shown different, different physical connections as well. But the Bible tells us, our Lord commands us, you forgive because you are forgiven. Colossians chapter 3 says, you forgive as Christ forgave you. And the beautiful thing is, research shows that people who forgive like this has maximum emotional healing. It is a research study. And that's why I'm, I'm not intimidated at all with science because science is nothing but humble inventions or discoveries of God's glory yeah you speak to any great scientist they will say that actually science cannot give absolute results they will say based on only our lab condition based on the sample we took based on what we analyzed, this is the finding that we have we believe it is closer to truth but we have the blessing of having the truth residing in us and the Holy Spirit leading us in all truth. So even the research shows that actually when we forgive others based on the knowledge or revelation that we are forgiven, it is giving maximum emotional well-being as well as physical well-being. Eighth point is God will forgive the offender. Oh, this is something we don't like. Yeah? Last week I asked actually, what will God do if your offender confess before the Lord and ask for forgiveness? We know the scriptural answer, but we are itching to say God shouldn't forgive. God will forgive. The moment the person bows down before the Lord, he may have challenges coming in front of you and saying that I'm sorry. For whatsoever reason. I think it was an interesting experience for me to truly learn counseling and starting to counsel people. Because I learned people are not thinking the way I'm actually thinking about them. People are not necessarily thinking about stuff the way I look at it or I think about that. So I learned to humble down and ask, hey... What do you think when you see this? It was so interesting that I asked a couple of people, hey, when you look at the cross, what do you feel? What do you feel, Ariel? You are overwhelmed, that's her feeling. I feel so loved. Yeah. Somebody told me it's little challenging. It tells me I have to do that too. Yeah, And there were many, many other responses. Someone said, looks like the dude had a cruel father. I humbled down, put down my pride and decided I don't have the right to dictate what is in somebody's mind. Rather, 
God has given me the privilege to ask, what do you see? Is this what you see? Shall we try and put another lens and see why the father has decided to give the son? It is for you and me. Oh, thank you, pastor. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. A lot of people, because of their perspectives, because of their past, because of what they have gone through, we all wear different lenses. We can, in our journey together with the help of the Lord, help each other. And not saying that your lens is not cool. You're not seeing the love of Jesus hanging down, flowing through the Aaron's robe. You need to pray, sister. I think let her pray, it's okay. But all of us are on a journey. We can be compassionate to each other. We can be loving to each other. I think if God, after sacrificing his own son, can be compassionate, then I think we can. We haven't had a major loss than that. Yeah? I think we need to clearly believe the truth that if our offender goes in front of the Lord and says, Lord, I'm so sorry, I did that towards him. I'm sorry. I want to tell you that the Lord will forgive. Just like how he forgives you and me, he will forgive. If that is the truth, can we also forgive? Because forgiveness, as I told before, is the decision of only one person. You don't require the other person to talk about it, the other person to, uh, to interact with you or connect with you. You don't need the other person's cooperation for forgiveness. Because I'm going to differentiate between forgiveness and reconciliation. That's when you will understand that. Because some people, they are not ready to forgive because they think I have to necessarily reconcile. And that is going to be damaging for me. Oh, I cannot forgive him, Pastor, because I cannot imagine him coming again to my home because he just two weeks back thrashed me with a bottle. So then we need to know what is forgiveness. A lot of people think forgiveness or reconciliation is a trap. The Lord did not keep reconciliation as a trap so that we can be violated again and again by the offender. The Lord wants us to be reconcil reconciling so that we may display His nature to every person around. Hallelujah. Am I going too deep or is it becoming too serious? I believe that the Lord is working deep in your heart. The Lord will help you. Allah just... Allow the Holy Spirit to move through your spirit. If it is becoming difficult, pray, Holy Spirit, take control. Holy Spirit, will you heal me? Holy Spirit, will you help me to process the emotions? Because I think many a times people say you don't have to be, you shouldn't be emotional, you shouldn't be uh, processing. No, 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 no. Emotion has very much to do with ourselves. But I think I want to advise you, that is not the first thing which, with which you take a decision. I think we have all the right to be emotional. But I think when it comes to taking a decision, we need to consider all the required aspects for that decision. So forgiveness is a decision of one person. How much ever the other person is offended, I'm not talking about who is right and wrong and all because necessarily when we forgive, we are sure that we believe that the other person is wrong. Let it be like that. Let it be like that. But reconciliation is not a trap. Some people don't want to forgive because they think if I forgive, I need to ensure that my relationship is just like before the offense happened. 
So I don't want that to happen. I cannot afford that. I cannot emotionally, I'm not emotionally prepared for that. Then we spoke about even if you forgive, you may not forget. The Bible talks about forgetting the past. There are connotations or statements that talk about you. If you forgive, you have to forget. See, see we are not wired. I spoke about that in such a way that we, we, we forget the offenses that happened. <laughs> a lot of times we, we pray that Holy Spirit bring uh, the person who offended us. Even before the Holy Spirit acts, our brain has released it. Because it's a natural system with which the Lord has designed us. I explained it last week that if we walk into a particular place and if, uh, if my hand touches that place and it pained, next time when I reach that place, my brain is saying 50 meter to go and it's, a, it's an accident prone area. That's the system that God has designed in our brain. So next time you see that person, your heartbeat is going. Now if you, if you look at it, when we are stressed, we are, our, our sympathetic system goes to parasympathetic. The heartbeat moves, uh, I mean increases, our, um, our gasping happens. So we need to learn how to maneuver or how to handle the changes that is happening within us. It doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven. I was speaking to somebody um, who had a very devastating accident and she was saying that, Pastor, um, Pastor, every time I go through that junction, oh, my heart is just burning. Because I remember that day when I lost my husband. And I was thinking I had actually, is that my mistake? No, Pastor, the other guy was drunk. He just came and rammed over us. What did I do, Pastor? I thought, it's okay. It's okay, it is just a painful memory and don't allow it to define you. But have you forgiven that person who just caused that issue to you? She said, I'm so sure, I have nothing against him. I have even texted him that I'm okay, it's okay. I know you didn't want to do that. It's okay. So it's a painful memory. Last week I was speaking to somebody. She got electrocuted while she was trying to connect a charger or something like that. She said, I was electrocuted close to 30 seconds. And now it's almost one to two weeks. And I think two days before when she texted, she was saying, um, uh, Brother, I think when I go near the switchboard, I'm just standing like this and thinking, whether should I switch off the fan or switch on the light because there is a trauma that is inside. So when you see that person, when you think about that instance, when some things happen inside, it necessarily doesn't mean you haven't forgiven. Yeah, is it helping you? Now we move on. In Hebrew, there are seven different words for forgiveness based on the different context different passages there are seven different words in Hebrew but all together in English we have only one word that is forgiveness but from all these seven words the uh, the statement or the definition of forgiveness is something that we need to know because we need to clearly understand what we are actually expected from the Lord when he says forgive The first definition is when somebody wrongs me and when I say I forgive, I'm releasing him from all charges about the wrongdoing. For example, if I didn't like something which David did to me and he also know he has done wrong to me and I also said it was wrong, but I take a decision to forgive in such a way that I release him from all charges. I will not use this instance to accuse anymore. That is what we mean by forgive and forget. It's still my brain in my brain. The memories are so rich 
and, and so green, fresh, but I have taken a decision. I forgave him. And I'm God, not going to use it to accuse him. For example, sometimes when some people uh, ask me about those instances, if it is a public instance, or if it is something known to others or in the family, I may say, hey, this is what I believe about this. This is what I think he did to me. This is the challenge that I had. This is the disappointment that happened in my life or in that instance. I can talk about it, but I will not use this as an opportunity to charge against him. To say that he is guilty. He is guilty. I will not do that. That is the first definition of forgiveness. Pretty difficult because when we do that, when any time when we look at this and say, mm, mm, ah, ah, eh? such a joy we get. Yeah? Oh, my daily quota of blaming somebody. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah? Sometimes we don't have the person in front. We look at their WhatsApp DP and say we speak to that. Yeah? Somehow this daily quota has to be, blame tank has to be filled. No? Yeah? But God is asking us to take a decision that if you want to forgive, if you want to be like me, then you have to stop accusing. Now, even when you share about this thing to people, always remember, whenever we talk, we feel it. Whenever we talk about it, we often feel about it. So choose a place where you are okay to be slightly distressed. Choose a surrounding, a person to whom you can be vulnerable if you want to talk about it. Because every time you talk about it, those feelings become so real. Those emotions become so real and you kind of relive it. But take a decision today that I'm going to, not going to accuse the person of those charges. I'm going to release him. The second statement, the tougher one. Because of the wrongdoing, whatever he owes me. The moment we hear owes, we generally think only about money, okay? But not only money, whatever you think he owes you, I'm just waving off. I'm waving off. Because of that wrongdoing, whatever he owes me, whatever debt there is, I'm waving off. That is the second meaning of forgiveness. And when it comes to huge amounts of money, I think if you have lent to somebody, you can definitely gladly receive it. But an aspect of forgiveness comes when the person is not willing to give it back. Yeah. I'm not talking about the legal aspects because I believe going legal is right if you know how to guard your heart. Because the legal system is a righteous system the Lord has ordained in our nation or in our system. Yeah? But I want you to know that actually when it comes to forgiveness, whatever wrong has happened in our life and whatever debt or whatever concern, the incurred challenges that has happened in our life, I'm just say it is nullified it is nullified and i want you to remember that it is a little difficult place for a person to do that so if we have offended somebody remember to justly do the retribution in that case because when we take a decision to forgive a lot of people sometimes walk in denial. Some people say, huh, brother, think that nothing like that happened and move on. No, 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 no. Forgiveness is not denial. Forgiveness is acknowledging that something wrong has happened. But in the midst of that, I am taking a decision. I release you of all charges. He doesn't owe me anything because I trust in the Lord. I am not trying to be deterministic. What is determinism? People thinking that, oh, this instant is going to determine my life. If you believe that, that hurt will always have the last say in your life. 
But if you're taking a choice that I'm going to waive this, I'm not going to take any ungodly measure to give it back or make him pay back because the Lord has the last word in my life. I trust in my Lord. And if there is a requirement, the Lord will restore into my life. And often I have seen, often I have heard, when we take a decision to forgive like this, a decision when we take that I'm not going to accuse that person anymore. Whatever he owes me, in whatever measure, in whatever realm, I'm going to write it off. I will be Christ-like regarding that. When I take a decision like that, I have seen and heard different instances wherein the Lord starting to work in that person. The Lord starting to nudge him and saying or helping him to a place of repentance and guiding him to a fair and just retribution. But definitely that has not been, that shouldn't be the motivation for forgiveness. Yeah. Recently I was talking to some of my brothers and they were saying that a lot of people use one side of the scripture. They want to obey so that they will be prosperous. Yeah? Bring your tithes into the Lord's house so that the gates of the heaven will be open and I'm ready to catch it. That's not how you give. You give because you're giving out of love for the Lord's work. By the way, the Lord doesn't need our money. The little money which he has given us. Yeah? Yeah? So, he doesn't need our money, but giving is a precious opportunity that I have to partner in the Lord's work. Amen? Some people, um, they would say that, uh, be, be humble before the Lord's hand because at due time, the Lord will lift you up. If you want a promotion, you humble down. No, 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 no. That's not the aspect. We humble down because we want to conform to the, the, to the habit of Christ Jesus. We want to humble down because we are humble people. We want to humble down because our God is humble. We want to humble down because we saw his example of emptying himself and do not considering him equal to God and hanging on the cross to redeem such pity people like us. And that's our model. So we want to talk about the two aspects of forgiveness. That, and I want to release the person of all charges. And I want to waive whatever he owes me. Because to teach reconciliation, this is a must. If we are not ready to forgive, then I don't know how we can reconcile. So as all eyes closed, can we, can we just forgive the people who have offended us? Can we forgive the people who have offended us? Can we take a decision that I will not use that instance to accuse the person anymore? Anymore. And regarding the debt, that has incurred in my life because of that wrongdoing, I'm not going to pursue, I'm not going to pursue if it is anything related to any righteousness aspect, even if there is a need to pursue, I will only adopt godly measures. Lord, I want to pray, Daddy, that you will give us the grace to forgive and I pray, Daddy, Holy Spirit, help each one to forgive. Help each one to forgive. Help each one to forgive. Thank you, Lord. We want to give you all praise and glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And then now because you have forgiven, I believe you will just stand in the forgiveness that you have extended to the person. Let's move on to reconciliation. Why we should reconcile? Because we know that the person wronged us. We have forgiven. We will not use that instance to be accused against the person. We have waved off. But the relationship is not now in the same level or the previous level. And God, when we got born again in chapter 2 verse 5, and 17 to 19, the Bible says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. 
And this new creation has a particular ministry assigned that is mentioned in the chapter in verse 18 and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Why? Because now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So Christ is asking us just as I dealt with you, be that reconciler to people. So when we are born again, God has given us that ministry of reconciliation. What is reconciliation? We want to talk about reconciliation from the portion which is very famous, the prodigal son, Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. What happened in that, in that portion? He said, in that portion, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said, give me my portion. Yeah? The father divided it. Some people think divided was like in by two. Yeah? If that is the case, how did the father spend for that beef party that is happening later? Yeah? So we'll come to that. Yeah? The scripture just said, the father just gave his portion. That's all what the scripture says. So let's not extrapolate it to a level wherein it doesn't help us. So the father gave, the younger boy just went and he was wonderful in finances. He just spent everything. Very soon, he had no baggage. He was so free. And then he came to a point wherein his friends became swines and pigs. He became ne next level. No more humans, dude. Yeah? Only swines and pigs. At that time, I don't know, sometimes actually we get different revelations at different places. The Bible says at that time, see it's wonderful to see in this portion, that he would gladly have filled his stomach with, his, with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, but I like the Malayalam version of this, this, this word. It says, Avena Subodham Manapa. Yeah? When he got his portion, when he was squandering, he was out of his mind. But I believe the Holy Spirit was so merciful and kind that even when he was unfaithful, the Holy Spirit pursued him. Because the Bible says we are not given the spirit of timidity, but a spirit of love, power, and sound mind. And he was with the pigs. The Holy Spirit could speak to him. Till now, daddy was not cool. But when he got his subodham, he understood that my, I will arise and go to my father's house. Because in my father's house there is place, in my father's house there are servants and the servants are almost like the fattened calves, yeah? They eat very well, they chill, yeah? And he decided, okay, he will arise and now he is practicing my re-entry dialogue, yeah? My father, thou has been great, I have sinned unto thou. KJ, he, I think he was trying KJV version. Yeah? Because he thought he needed to prepare and he needed to present to be accepted. Just like some of us think, I need to pray like that when a pastor, I'm not ready for public prayer, pastor. Because I get stuck in between. As if God is so much impressed in our Oxford English. Yeah? As if God is so, 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 what do you say? God is not able to process the speed of our words that he says auto-approval of every prayer. No, 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 no. We know the story that even when the father saw the son from far, he just ran to that son. He hugged him and kissed him. He hugged him and kissed him. In this portion, we know that actually there is, a, there, is a, there is an intervention of God happened in that son's life. And there was a change of his heart. And then he took an action. There was a, so first there was an intervention of God. Then there was a response and a change of his heart. 
then he decided to actionize and come back to the father how did he plan to come back avaru tetti patti poi saaru illa not like that ah oh, that was just a mistake you know anybody makes mistakes that was not his way of repenting i'm sorry i'm sorry that shouldn't have happened that was his posture and the father was more than willing to reconcile him and bring him back to the home my question today is are you ready for your offenders return if the person offended you if the person who has wronged you if the lord has met with them if the lord has helped them to have a change of heart if they are ready to come back are you ready to reconcile with them the father did not decide oh he is coming from far let me just pray and take a decision to forgive forgiveness has to happen now forgiveness has to happen now so that when you see him far away you can extend your arms and just show i am ready to reconcile i am ready to reconcile and the father reconciled him to the level listen me listen me here very carefully the father reconciled him to the level he could be reconciled he was not toxic he was not dangerous it was all fine to bring him back to the home the father was sure that he is not going to affect the other family members of the home so he was given the robes he was given the signet ring and everything but i believe the father is not foolish to give him another 1 lakh rupees immediately you cannot be a servant for sure you are a son have let's have a party we celebrate in the fact that that we we'll got our son back not that he is an excellent money manager now that needs to be proven i want you to 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 know that take that step of reconciliation believe in that person once again and see how well to what level you can reconcile do not cut people off because they have made this one mistake if that is the case we cannot deal with people at all so the so the father brought him back into the home and they had a great party now the elder son had problems So we had a discussion in in one of our groups where and do you think that actually the elder son was okay do you think that is fair for him to feel offended that the father was not fair somebody said uh, spiritually speaking it's right but politically speaking it was little unfair yeah because when the elder son looks at i've heard a lot of uh, preaching that the elder son is was the hard hearted man and in the house not off the house not knowing the father son who is who knows the heart of the father beyond to the level where he has revealed i think the elder son just missed a perspective the elder son thought actually it is all about being faithful to what is entrusted that's why he said i was with you all these days i was submissive i have not squandered i have been a faithful manager but why did you bring him back to home it's unfair he was so offended not knowing that he missed the most important perspective that the father came to this world just for this to bring home the lost to bring home the sinners to bring home somebody who is ready to repent and and who is ready for a resume or a restart to forgive to showing showing that this is the heart of god hallelujah so we also learn that being in the house being faithful being submissive doesn't always ensure that we know the heart of god always we need to humble down every moment to know what god is doing in our midst 
Can you tell your neighbor, we have not arrived? We need to humble down daily. Hallelujah. So I want to ask you that question. Are you prepared for your offender's return? Have you forgiven? If that person comes back saying, Hey, I have prayed and asked God forgiveness. Will you forgive me? Are you ready? If not, I want to tell you, you take that time out and be in the presence of God. We forgive a person because of their wrongdoing, but we reconcile into that relationship. We have forgiven that instance. We have forgiven what they were like, uh, what the, the wrong they did to us. But we are trying to reconcile that relationship to the level God enables and the person cooperates. Don't feel a slave to it. But I want to encourage you, steward it in the wisdom of God. It's not like fixing a sandwich. It's not like fixing, but it's like we recognize a breakage has happened in that relationship. Now we are bringing it back one step at a time. One step at a time. But I want to encourage you today, will you take that risk of initiating that reconciliation? Why? Because I don't know about the other person. Ah, but I am appointed as the minister of reconciliation. I am appointed as the minister of reconciliation. Hallelujah. I think when it comes to the prodigal son, I would personally say it is a very easy situation because the whole Bible, Holy Spirit, Trinity, the father, elder son, younger son, everybody is clear who is the prodigal. Everybody is clear who is the person who did the wrong thing. I think for us, most of us, we haven't forgiven, we haven't reconciled because over the last 15 years we are still discussing who is wrong. You did that, but I did this. I did this because you did that. Yeah? I think whenever we know that there is a wrong thing that has happened, let that first step of forgiveness happen and reconcile to the level where you can reconcile. Let it be an intentional choice and not an emotional choice. Yes, I have a challenge with this brother, but I think he is safe to bring, bring him back home. Yes, I have a challenge with the sister. I'm not sure whether I'm in a place to work with her right now. Let me think about it. We steward that relationship and intentionally bring reconciliation into that relationship. Hallelujah. So that we own responsibility for our relationships. So that we know that we are taking God choices so that we may honor God in this relationship. Sometimes mistakes happen without our knowledge. It is a slip of a tongue. Sometimes it just went out of our control. We're just going to see a video. And uh, if that speaks to you, I want you to give that benefit of doubt to the person who has affected you. Can we play that video, Anish? Oh, look out. That's awesome. This is really cool because as a pitcher, Bubs looks shaken up right now because of what he did. And look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great sportsmanship. He wants him to know that it's okay, that he'll be fine. Hey, Bob. Look at me. Look at me. You're all right. Amazing. You're all right. Look at me. Look at me. What a stud right there. Zay Jarvis. Telling you, we've seen him make so many. As a pitcher, you understand 
you're not throwing at somebody, right. but something may get away from you. It, it is one of those things where uh, it, it sometimes it's hard to get over. It's an awful feeling, Keith, I, and I've done it accidentally pitch anymore. It makes you not want to be out there. And, um, and you kind of heard Bub saying that he didn't want to play. Okay, so here the pitcher didn't want to affect, but it happened. Yeah? And the, and the boy just rose up. And when he was about to go for the next round, he saw that the pitcher is crying. He just went there, gave a hug and said, it's okay. I'm fine. Yeah? Sometimes some offenses happen because they don't know how to behave in a particular situation. That's all they knew. Or sometimes, I think, I think if we look at certain offenses, we need to know, we need to analyze in five perspectives. Was the person under any kind of pressure? Five Ps. Pressure. Did the person do that under any kind of pressure? What was his past? The second piece, past. Is, there, is that a pattern in his life? Is that for some reason that he's conditioned? So here you can see that the pitcher is, is crying. He didn't go and say sorry to the batsman or whatever. I don't know the technical terms. Yeah? But he's feeling terrible that I affected him. He didn't have that whatever it is to go and say sorry but the boy who got offended or just hurt just came and said hey it's okay and he broke down and later did you see that he's not able to play anymore because of what is happening in his heart and the pitcher also left the field the one who is able to forgive and process is able to continue the game but the one who is not able to process, he had to leave the field. This is gross, very much important for us in Crescendum. When we deal with our heart, when we forgive, when we say it is okay. Don't say that. Yeah? Even if you kick me, I am okay, the Lord will heal me. That's not, just say I am okay. I'm okay. I think it's just, it was a slip of your hand. I'm fine with that. See, I'm okay. Shall we go with the next round? Yeah? People do things based on five things. They are sometimes pressurized. They have a past of doing ungodly things for different conditioning. As I'm learning the different modules of counseling, especially about human stages of development, I understand that our upbringing, the way we respond, some influences in our life, all these conditions us. So I started giving me and people more mercy knowing that who we are today is not just a result of our choices alone. I'm not saying that we, have, we don't have a right to change or we don't have the power to change. I'm saying we cannot deny the fact that things condition us. So take that decision to go and say, hey, I'm okay. If you think the other person is little concerned that the person affected you. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5.23, if you know that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift at the altar and go and reconcile. If you are sure that, hey, there is a gap in my relationship with this new person. Don't take ownership of all the things, but you can say, hey, do you think something is not great between us? If there is something that I have done knowingly or unknowingly, I want to ask you forgiveness. We don't become less because of this. We are just being responsible and we are becoming godly by doing this. Reconciliation doesn't mean reinstatement of trust. Some people don't want to reconcile because they're sure that this guy took my 10 lakhs and they think if I want to reconcile, I have to give him more money again and again. See, even the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, 14 and 15, 
where paul is telling timothy alexander the coppersmith did me much harm let the lord repay him according to his deeds paul is saying this is not my battle i don't want to avenge i have the lord's will to do in my life i don't want to get into this noose but he is telling his beloved timothy now he is coming there you must you also must beware of him because he has greatly resisted so when you're taking a step of reconciliation you're not saying yo you are such a candy chakra kutan tena you're saying i have forgiven you and i am a minister of reconciliation i am willing to reconcile to the level god is enabling me and to the level you are cooperating you don't have to say this this is our posture sometimes people get so concerned that when they have these memories of past hurts they think they haven't forgiven they haven't forgiven if you have any doubt regarding that i want to encourage you once forever to mitigate your doubt to clear everything in the air give an altruistic gift give a gift to that person don't say anything about what happened hey i just want to bless you with something now tomorrow if you get a gift don't say hey what did i do wrong hey tell me what did i do wrong do you have to tell me right now i am sorry brother that might be some other gift okay don't worry about that yeah but once for all once and for all just seal that thought by giving a tangible gift so that every time the devil tries to discourage you by saying hey you are still hurting you haven't forgiven you have to say devil didn't you see my altruistic gift i have forgiven and i praise god for the strength to forgive him even in the midst of my pain i had an accident one time and my right shoulder right shoulder is still paining okay because of that some of you guys know that i am a cricket player i'm not able to bowl well so because i'm not able to bowl well then doesn't mean that i have not forgiven him because of the hurt that has happened to you sometimes you may not be able to face that person the way you saw him before because there is a pain there is a stress that's fine give it to the lord remember you have forgiven know that you are in the path of reconciliation with that person reconciliation needs honor in the relationship and the first thing about honor is giving safety to the person it is very natural that i don't feel safe with the person who has offended me but let's take that step of that risk of reconciliation let's take that first step and see hey did some change happen in that person how did he respond yeah and let's be truly ministers of reconciliation a lot of people they do certain things when they are pressured because of their personality because of provocation some people they are generally very soft but because of certain provocations they react and react and react and they are conditioned and that they hold the bait quickly that happens but let's give that let's take that step of reconciliation and steward the relationship steward the relationship according to the wisdom that god has given studies prove that most offenses happen at four conditions when people are hungry angry lonely and tired h a l t it is a time to halt and not to act when you are hungry go and have food when you are angry take time out and sort it out with the lord when you are lonely get into a fellowship or spend time with the lord when you are tired rest leave decisions to a better time 
Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for this blessed time. We want to honor you. We want to give you praise. Daddy, we pray that Daddy, we pray that that you will give us grace to continually be forgiving and that you will help us not only to be just forgiving but to be ministers of reconciliation. We want every person to be with us when you come back, Daddy. We want every person. We want to win every relationship for you. We want to honor you. We, we will not shrink or withdraw but we will have your grace to steward every relationship for your glory. Give us grace to put godly boundaries. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.